Hello there, folks, and welcome to Beyond the Red Waste Presents, after the movie, Suicide Squad. <laughs> this is our, we'll call this a January catch-up episode. Uh, why didn't we see Suicide Squad during because, the summer? Because... Aside from the obvious reason. Because we said we were going to go, and it just never ended up happening. Um, I think... Uh... Yeah, it's kind of weird that we missed it. Because usually we don't pass up an opportunity to go to the movie theater. Because we are no. fat slobs who enjoy eating all of the popcorn. Oh, popcorn. I'd like to point out that uh, the creepy guy who lives in my basement has a shot of Jaeger at the ready. And some Samuel Adams. Because he feels he needs that to talk about Suicide Squad. Did you watch that movie? I did. Oh my fucking god. There's one... Th First of all, guys, it's Erica and Bob coming to you uh, from House Lombard. And like we said, we missed this one uh, over the summer, but we did want to watch it eventually because we're superhero nerds, so... Here's the, here's, here's the first thing. First thing is... is here, here is to the death of good filmmaking. <laughs> wow. This was the bottom for you? Oh, it was so bad. You've never seen Repo the Genetic Opera. I have. Really? I have. And Repo, horrible as it is, there's kind of something genuine about it in how bad it is. I, okay, that's fair. Um, I almost had to turn that one off, though. That, that was a little rough for me. Well, you, I, there's a lot of talk of, like, there's a term used by some other podcasters and online people who uh, called schlock. Repo is schlock. Not this I think is that's fair. I had a hard time getting through Repo. Repo was Repo, Repo was a rough sit. <laughs> Here is the first thing that I really want to talk about in regards to uh, Suicide Squad. You cannot just tack on a whole bunch of classic songs from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and think that, oh, this makes us like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know? Guardians of the Galaxy, and I've talked about this before. Yeah. This is, I, Guardians is probably, I mean, it's either Captain America or Guardians of the Galaxy for my favorite Marvel movie that we've seen thus far. Mm-hmm. Guardians, the way they use their music in Guardians is ingenious. Yeah. You have an outlandish story with characters nobody knows or cares about. Mm -hmm. And you ground that with these songs. Right. It's brilliant, the way that they use the licensed music in that. It's game. very intentionally done. Right. It's This is an actual, like, this is what connects... Uh, Star Lord, Star Lord to Earth. This is what kind of grounds our audience in all this crazy bullshit that's going on. Ingenious, absolutely ingenious. I could talk about that for a whole podcast in and of itself. What we got? What two minutes in? What did they hit us with? It was oh, first it's like oh, we're in Louisiana, so we're gonna play House of the Rising Sun for you because of course we are. And I then mean, we're I going mean, to cut to Harley Quinn, and we're going to play "You Don't Know Me." It's you know, like, it has nothing to do with the scene. It, you know what? I, you know what I want? I, I want to go back and just listen to the music that they picked because they picked a lot of amazing songs. Oh, no, the, I'm not. But House of the Rising Sun is so stupidly is a great song, but <clears throat> I get it. You're in Louisiana. I got it. 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 Do you got it? I think I do. You know. You know what this. Because uh, I, one of the things I remember, if I remember it correctly, was basically after the poor reception to the original trailer, you know, they brought in this other company who... Well, they did the Guardians trailer, basically. do just trailers. They threw Ballroom Blitz under there. And it did well. And my understanding... And I remember, because we were watching that second trailer, and I, I said it to you, I was like, oh, they, they did the music thing. Yeah. And against my better judgment, my lizard brain is being like, that looks like it could be good. 
And what, you know, the, the reception to that trailer was so much better that Warner Brothers said, that's not the movie we made. People are going to hate the movie we made. So let us cram in. So they, evidently they gave it to this trailer company and said, go re-edit the movie. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's... Oh, I didn't I, know that. That's yeah. really stupid. Yeah. So uh, that's why everything feels completely disjointed. Like, can we talk about... They're getting... Like, they pull them out of the prison. They're getting their, their shit back. And they start playing. What's the what's the Eminem song? Um, what is it called? It's the one where he's cruising around with Dre in the car. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. I don't know. You just watched all the. Uh... I, I did all with all twenty three song okay, credits. Okay, wait. No, we have to find what that song is. That's gonna drive me crazy. But they hit us with that song, and I'm just like, what are we even fucking doing here? Well, it reminded me a lot of, if you go back and listen to, uh, I forget which Patton Oswalt. Is it Without Me? It's Without Me. That's the name of the song. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Let me double check that real quick here. Um, if you go back, I forget which Patton Oswalt album it was, but he talks about how he sometimes does punch-up on movies. And, like, with certain movies, they're like, oh, no, 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 we you, we can't yeah, do yeah. this. Without me. That's the song. Okay. You, you know, we can't do this because it's already done. So just come up with a joke that we can play in the background over what we've already shot. And that's what so much of this music felt like is, like, someone just wanted to say, you know, put this music over it. It'll make the scene better. Having you say that it was re-edited by a company that only does movie trailers... Makes all of the sense in the world. Yes, and if I'm wrong about that, I don't think I am. Because, it, it, I mean, it's been a while, but uh, it, it, it does, right? Right, because it, everything is so on the nose. Also, how much money did we have to, like, drive up to Ben Affleck's house and dump truck out for him to appear oh, in this shit? <laughs> Poor Ben. Debasing himself. You haven't... Oscar, you have Oscars, sir. Oh, writing Jesus. and directing. You have a writing Oscar. <laughs> I would have loved, 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 loved to have seen him get the scripts for Batman v Superman: Colon Dawn of Justice, and just be like, "Well, I've made a huge mistake." <laughs> And then they're saying now there's been uh, some talk that he might not... He's been... It sounds like he's going to back out of directing Batman. Well, I think he's doing that because he's like, no, I'm doing this. I don't want anybody else over my shoulder. I want complete and total creative control over this. Mm -hmm. I don't need you guys barking in my ear and re-editing my movie. Because this is the other thing I really don't understand. Because I was reading... Um, Warner Brothers was thinking of bringing back the director of this movie to do the Gotham City Sirens, which makes me super sad, because this is the same guy who did Sabotage, which is one of the most misogynistic movies in the history of movies. But why? Why? What do you care who the director is, then? If you're just going to come in and be like, oh, that's the movie you made. Okay, great. We don't have faith in that, so fuck it. Why would you bring him back? Just get some cheap, no-name hack who's going to do whatever the fuck you want him to do. Right. I don't understand why you're paying all this money, because is David Ayers enough of a name that people are going to, oh, it's a David Ayers movie, I want to go see that. I, I think... Uh, what else has I, he done? I, I, look, I actually have it up. As a director... No, we did Sabotage. Harsh Times, Street Kings, End of Watch, Sabotage. Oh, he did Training Day, didn't he? He was a writer, writer and producer Training. on Training Day. Okay. He was not the director. Um, yeah. He was also a writer on U571. Um, I saw that movie in the theater with my family. I don't remember why. We may have been on vacation and it was like rainy outside. 
I think this this is one of those classic cases of uh, if you try even if you try to ignore the horrible re-edit and try to look at the base movie, and there's still a lot of problems with it. And I think this is a this is one of those things where you've got a person in Hollywood who's good at one thing, you know. Training Day is a great movie, you know. Okay, you're a good writer. That doesn't mean you can direct. No. And look at Zack Schneider. Uh, he needs great, to be a director of cinematography. That he's, he he's, needs a guiding hand. Right. He can't be the guiding hand. No. And I say this as someone who will fight people to the death over 300. And I know 300 is a bad movie. It's misogynistic. It's, it's, it's sexist. It's homophobic. But I love that movie. There's this great moment. I saw a thing on it the other day comparing it to something on Dragon Ball Super, which warmed my heart, which I still am on the fence about. That moment where he's about to kick the dude in the pit, but he looks back, and uh, Cersei gives him the nod, like, yeah, go ahead, you're good. And then he does it, like, I gotta check with my queen first. That's how shit should be. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Hey, 300 what? deviations. <laughs> it happens all the time. 300 in, uh, Dragon Ball deviations, these things are... Facts of life, roundhouse Lombard. Um, the other thing that I, I just, <clears throat> that really I don't understand what DC is trying to do here. You have this example of what Marvel has done over, when did Iron Man come out? 2008? Sometime. Yeah, sure. Right? Like how? Over it, was, the it was like mid to late 2000s. So you have, over the course of, you know, four or five years from the first uh, Iron Man movie to the first Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. I'm say it was four. You gotta, you gotta give this shit time to breathe. Why is the Joker in this movie? I get the Joker is completely tied in to Harley Quinn. But then why not do the Batman movie with the Joker and Harley Quinn? I think you could do a very interesting story where you show what they showed in, like, five minutes of flashbacks in this movie. Mm -hmm. Show me how Harleen Quinzel becomes the Joker's, like, main squeeze. Well, and they did that... You could do that in a Batman movie. They did this all with all of the, uh, with all of the character introductions in this movie. It was all... They got, like, mini-movies. Yeah. It was, like, all... Like and then Common showed up. For some reason. <laughs> you gotta get paid, yo! Um, for that little cameo. It, you know, you didn't really develop these characters at all. You just said, oh, this is who they are. Right. You know, and you didn't, you didn't really show it. You're depending on the past knowledge of... Because, you know, a nor a, who's going to see the Suicide Squad? It's the same thing with Guardians. You had this... And I... I I think it's impossible not to compare them because I think that's what they were going for with this movie. Yes. I mean, look at when Guardians came out. That would have been right around when they were like, okay, Suicide Squad, let's do that. I, I Just Guardians, it introduced you to the characters and it's by no means a perfect movie. Introduced you to the characters, made the characters likable. You rooted for the characters. It got me back on board with Batista. And I was furious with Batista for <laughs> wrestling-related bullshit, but you saw him as Drax, and it was like, all is forgiven. Large friend, all is forgiven. Well, I think, you know, an important part, the thing that really worked for Guardians was uh, you started with a strong central character. Yes. And, you know, because you, you took the time to develop Star-Lord at the beginning, and... Over the course of the first half of that movie, you introduce the other characters. I will argue you could have done that here. Yes. It should have been with Will Smith. Will Smith or Margot Robbie. I mean, she's a girl, so they never would have done that, but we'll see how Wonder Woman does. Mm. Oh, God, that movie needs to be good. It needs to be good. Yes. I will, like, burn the cinema down if it's bad, because 
I got tears in my eyes when I saw that trailer for the first time. And it's just like, don't, please don't fuck this one yeah. up. Don't fuck up Wonder Woman. I know you're going to. I know it's going to happen. But please don't. Yeah. Because then I'm not getting another female superhero movie for 25 fucking years. Right. <sighs> Rant over. New rant start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you could have taken, like... Uh, he had them all be a fucking Arkham. And have uh, yeah, why Harley you, Why be... do you fucking need to go to this... Why are we in Louisiana? I don't give a fuck about that. Well, you know why you're in Louisiana. Because we have to play the song. Yes. And also because it's cheap to film there. They That was all on, like, green screen. Well, the... <laughs> That, that, well, they weren't actually down in Louisiana. No, I actually, I think uh, principal photography was in Toronto. Jack. Um, and uh, there was uh, some Chicago scenes. Um, I but, did, yeah, we noticed a few. But yeah, they're actually, I, I do, if I read correctly, they didn't actually shoot in Louisiana at all. So I was like... So wait, so why... It doesn't matter if you're a movie! It could be anywhere! Why did it have it be Arkham? That makes sense. I, it, here's the only reason I can think of that they would move it to Louisiana is because if it was Arkham, then well, they'd all be dead. Right? Batman could have gotten involved. Oh, they would have all been dead because Batman would have branded them, and they would have been murdered. <laughs> DC murder first. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Christ on the cross! But Batfleck showed up in this movie. He did. In yeah. both of the flashbacks. <laughs> just kind of like... Well, and you have... Uh, I, I just... I don't... I don't get it. You know? Like, normally... I mean, a movie is a movie. I'm gonna enjoy a movie. You know? Whatever. If you keep me entertained... Right. We were doing the same thing we did when we saw Batman v Superman Colin Dawn of Justice. How many times did you pause this movie and we were like... How was there an hour left? How was there 40 minutes left? How was there 20 minutes left? Yeah. It was... It was... It just wasn't an enjoyable experience. You know? Because we've watched plenty of bad movies where we've had a good time. Oh, for sure. Um, Waterworld is one of my favorite all-time movies for that reason. <laughs> but, you know, this is... If, if you make a movie where as you watch it... Um, all you can think about are the things that are wrong with it. Well, this is the thing. If you make a movie that's entertaining enough to distract me, I'll give you a perfect example. One that people will tell me all the time doesn't have a story, and I'm like, you need to go fuck yourself. Mad Max Fury Road. That doesn't have a story. <laughs> One, yes, it does have a story. But two, it's not a strong story. No. Because the story doesn't fucking matter. No. I'm watching glorious practical effects, and I'm engaged with these characters, mm -hmm. and they're simple characters. They're mm -hmm. not like overly written. They, half of them like get what like two lines of dialogue in the entire movie. Yeah, but they still manage to get the character across. Right. Like, why was that? It was her name Katana. Katana, the Japanese samurai lady. Why was she there at all? There's this, like, I don't know what Why was is. Killer Croc there? I don't know what it is, but, like... And he wanted BET at the end. Because, yes. you know. What? 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 Like, you don't need to make everything complicated. You don't need to explain every little detail. Um, you, you need to make something cohesive. Because... If you're making something and you start making decisions as far as, you know, writing um, that are like, oh, well, if we don't do this, people won't know or, you know, we, we need to explain this more. Just step back for a minute and think, do you really? Make the movie, the, the first and foremost, unless you're making like a prestige drama, your movie should be fun. Right. Cause if fun, you're making a summer popcorn movie... The movie needs to be a good time. Fun glosses over so many problems. Correct. And it's 
One, you can't make a perfect movie. It's impossible. There are... So you haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road? Goodfellas? Legend? (laughs) Oh, I will defend that movie to the (laughs) death, friend. What? No, I I know what you You mean. It's impossible to make a perfect movie. There's always going to be problems with it. People have different tastes. There's always going to be... A handful of critics who don't like your movie. Well, and you at least there will always be leaps in logic, and well, yeah. you're always going to have those contrarian voices, right? Um, and so, it, you can't you can't like go and try and solve every problem. You have to just make it, make it fun, make it enjoyable. It doesn't necessarily need to be fun. You know, Schindler's List isn't fun. No, Schindler's List is not a fun movie. <laughs> but, it's not an adjective. You would, oh, I don't know, you know, these days in fucking America. You know, oh, that's a, that's a great fun at the cinema. Or if you're making out with your girlfriend, you know, because your parents are staying with you. Seinfeld reference! Um, and it's just like, this runtime, this movie was, what, two hours? Two hours and two minutes, I think. You could there was so much you could have cut out. Why are you showing me a scene of Harley Quinn on an elevator? Where two random like Erica, because they're establishing that she's talking with Mr. J. Also, that guard just slips her that cell phone, and is no one paying attention? These are the little things that we're talking about. Where it's like, if I was enjoying this movie, yeah, whatever, fine. He slips her a cell phone, no big deal. But that is, like, all I can focus on. All I could focus on with that guard was thinking about how he had a ballerina shoved up his ass. Is that who that was? Yes, it was. It was. I thought he looked familiar. Yes. Okay. That's ballerina guy. Okay. Well, you watch Sisters over uh, the Christmas holiday. I can't remember where else I know him from, but... He's a that guy. Yeah. He's been in other stuff. But, yeah, I looked... I was like, I know you from somewhere, friend. Did he get comeuppance? They, they, Why did the Joker kill him? Well, they insinuated that the Joker would kill him. Or that no, Deadshot would kill him. They just kind of left him behind at the facility, right? Right. So, it's like, that's the thing. Like, when you intentionally open loops, you need to close them. Right. That guy should have gotten shot in the face at some point. Right. Or at the end, where they had, like, for some reason, they, like, it's so fucking stupid. The Joker comes and gets Harley Quinn. Fine, great, whatever. They fly away. Helicopter that they're in gets shot down. For some reason, we think the Joker is dead. But then... But we know he's not, because he's the Joker. He's the Joker. But then (laughs) right before the fucking credits air, because we can't just let it... It was like with the fucking um, Star Trek Into Darkness. We can't let anything breathe for more than a movie. You let us know that the Joker is still alive and has come to get Harley that didn't bother me too much. That was so fucking stupid. Um, because, I, I mean, I think that's better as a stinger, but it, that didn't bother me too much. Um, what did bother me, on the whole, was Jared Leto. Well, he's kind of an alleged piece of shit anyway. I'm not going to go into it here, but Jared Leto can go fuck himself. And from a purely Batman nerd standpoint, because I, I am a Batman nerd, uh, it's Green Lantern and Batman for me are my favorite uh, uh, superheroes. After Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker in The Dark Knight, I, I realize that that's, is that might be 10 years ago now. It's a while. 10, 11 years. I'm good on the Joker for a while. I'm good. I'm good. And not whatever the fuck he was doing. No. No, it it almost felt like he was... He was trying to do... Mark Hamill's Joker if Mark Hamill's Joker grew up in Hot Topic. I don't know that I got that... I got an attempt at an edgier, like, Nicholson Joker. Okay. But he's got all the knives laid out. Ooh. Edgy. 
He's got mm-hmm. damage written on his forehead. Ooh, edgy. His Lambo was pretty cool, though. Lambo was cool. Um, I think what bothered me so much about it was you—you you can see like little bits and pieces of good quality to it, just overshadowed by. So much stupidity. You mean the movie? Or his portrayal of the Joker? Both? Because I don't think there was... No. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on the Joker. I'm full. And I, I'm having, like I always say, oh, separate the actor from the performance. Like you say, you have a very hard time doing that with your Tom Cruises of the world. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time doing that with him. Yeah. And some other people. You know. But... And that we've had a f- two iconic Joker performances in our lifetimes. I don't know if some of the younger kids don't remember Mark Hamill as the Joker on uh, Batman the Animated Series. I would argue that is probably the, the seminal Joker performance for people our age. Yes. If you watch that show. Yes. I'll never forget, it was because uh, Dad, my father's a big Batman guy. And we were sitting around one day, and we were watching it together, and he's like, you know who voices the Joker on that? And I'm like, Mark Hamill, that's fucking uh, Luke Skywalker. I know my stuff, don't you worry. Well, I think what, what's so difficult about it is, you, you know, Mark Hamill's Joker, he's, he was very much uh, the epitome of the comic and, you know, he wasn't, he never really saw too much about the back organization of the Joker. No. No. I don't care. It was always, I just want to fuck with the back. Right. I don't care about the back organization. No. And, you know, in this, in, in The Dark Knight, um, it was the Joker fucking with everything. Well, right. And it's a guy. And who... Happens to attract crazy people to him, right? And he kind of deploys them chaos. as he sees fit, right? In in this movie, you you're getting this kind of view of the Joker is running a full on criminal organization, and you're getting the implication that um, you know it's just it's a typical criminal organization. But he's just kind of crazy. Well, and he... There's nothing... The Joker shouldn't be typical. No. No, because it looks like he's meeting with that guy to talk about drugs. Right. And I don't give a fuck about that. No, that's not what the Joker is. Also, like, hey, you want to fuck Harley? Like, what was that? It's weird. Like, I don't need that in a superhero movie. And I think that's what DC fails to really understand... On, like, a fundamental level. And I think you can kind of blame the Nolan Batman movies for this. Because he approached it as, I want to do these superhero movies as if they could be in the real world. I want to tell more more grounded stories. I'm using massive air quotes there. Because, you know, we got a little Baroque and crazy in the third one. You know, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, and it, it's... It's that dark, gritty bullshit that plagued comic comics for a really long time and still kind of does. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't I don't need that. Everything doesn't have to be dark and gritty and no. like, ooh, we all... Like, I was reading on the Wikipedia page, like, the director wants to they do a sequel. He's like, oh, I would like it to be R. That's not why Deadpool succeeded. No. And I would argue... This movie probably would have been better if it wasn't R. Yes. Because you could have had a little bit more fun with the violence. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's weird to see something like this where you're not getting any blood. You know, because I think right. at one point I was like, is this R? Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not seeing any blood or anything. I don't know why I thought it was R. I don't know. Maybe because the trailers indicated that it probably should have been <laughs> not a rated movie. But... You know, what I think, what was interesting about uh, the Christopher Nolan movies was that it's ultimately telling the story of, you know, 
the world is a fucked up place because of all of the corruption and, um, you know, the gangs and the political stuff. And, you know, the, the villains that come into this story are trying to bring it all down and start from scratch. And, you know, that's it's true of all three movies. I was going to say something political there, but I stopped myself. <laughs> um... I'm trying not to do it anymore. <laughs> I think this was the first night on Twitter where I didn't mention, like... Oh, I retweeted some shit. But I didn't say anything. <laughs> but, you know, so, so that's why that worked. In this movie... Well, they're also... F I mean, they can get a little overdramatic, but those movies were fun. Yeah. I could go back and sit down and watch the Dark Knight trilogy right. any old time. Those are fun movies. As kind of dark and, like, gritty as they can be. I mean, I, it's not like I have a problem with dark and gritty. I just don't think everything should be dark and gritty. No. Superman, for example, should not be dark and gritty. No. Superman's a hero. Didn't you know that? When they showed that stupid fuck <laughs> selling the t-shirts that said remember on the back, I'm like... Stop trying to sell Superman as a hero in the your in the DC murderverse. Because he's nuts. You don't owe them anything, Clark. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Um Oh god, that movie. We still haven't done one about that. I don't no. think I could bring myself to watch it again, though. Uh everyone in this movie's stupid. Yes. <laughs> um, and if he, uh, so here's one other thing we're talking about really stupid yeah if you're going to have you know you've got your your tier your third tier characters this is an opportunity to go and do something a little different but you still give us the big beam shooting up into the sky that's doing something Something. And you've got this... I don't really know anything about Enchantress, but if she's, like, a witch and they can do all this, like, cool, creepy stuff... Like, I really thought the... When they first introduce her, that transition, where you see the fingers come up under her hand yeah. and it turns, I thought that was actually a really cool effect. Yes. So it's like, oh, okay, awesome. Nice. Something I can appreciate in this movie. But then she's just like, whatever, I'm gonna stand here and dance unconvincingly in front of this giant beamy thing that's doing something. Yeah, there's not, like, at least most of the time, the beam is has some sort of explanation. Well, and they, like, just, like, integrate her brother right away. How about she's trying to get her brother back? Like, what is she doing? What is her reasoning for this? You know, for how long this stupid fucking movie was, there were some things that took place very quickly. Yeah. And so what... What? Wait, like, wait, what, where are we now? How much, what, how long did it take them just walking through streets? And, oh, like, okay. standing around, looking at shit. Like, when they first come across um, the converted soldiers. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're sitting there just looking at them for what seems like 30 years. Well, and if you're going to do moments like that, I need more banter. I need more... Because at the end, the one guy is like... Diablo, I think his name was, right? Yeah. Fire guy. Yes. I don't remember anyone's name in this movie. If... He's like, well, I already lost one family. I'm not going to lose another. He says this at the end of the movie before he sacrifices himself. Stupidly. You need to show me why he thinks these people are his family. Because he doesn't talk to anyone... For, like, three quarters of the movie. Did you like the soldier who also sacrificed himself to blow up the bomb? And that was, like, a timed bomb, right? <laughs> I had no idea what was going on there. Like, they didn't do anything. It reminded me of Volcano. Oh, Volcano. Where the two demolition guys are in the building. The one guy's trapped, and the other guy stays with them. And it's like, no! 
No! You have family! You have friends! Get out of the fucking tower! I'm going to tell you right now that you need to go and listen to the <laughs> Hate Movies uh, episode on Volcano, because they touch on that extensively. <laughs> also, the glorious melting death of one John Carroll Lynch. Which is also amazing. Oh my god, yes. But, go listen to that. It's <laughs> outstanding. But he's, it's like, okay, so this guy has to sacrifice himself. Well, you have two sacrifices. On the same bomb. And I don't know anything, I don't care about either of these characters. No. You've only just showed me Diablo's, was that his name? I think it was because he was generic... Uh, Hispanic actor number three. So he had to die. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, I think he's real life Hernandez too. <laughs> no, he like they show us what happened with his family because he killed them. And okay, great. Why would I sympathize with this guy? Well, I think they. You could have done something with that. Yeah. But he stands in the background and doesn't do anything. No, he just kind of plods through scenes. In that one scene, he was literally just plotting in the background. <laughs> Until Will Smith gets in his face and gets him to... Can we also stop trying to make Jai Courtney a fucking thing? What, what is the hate for Jai Courtney? He's not good. What are the movies? He's been in uh, what, A Good Day to Die Hard. He's the son. He was in the new Terminator movie uh, as Kyle Reese. And no, no, just no, thank you. What the fuck else has he been in? I think I feel did like you just see either of those movies. One other garbage thing. I'm never going to sit through the fifth Die Hard movie because I sat through the fourth Die Hard movie. <laughs> and that was like. I'm just saying. And I was not impressed. So much hate for someone I don't think you've actually watched the word. You've seen, we've seen him in other stuff. What else was he just in that we watched? I don't know. He's been in other shit. I mean, whatever. His character was dumb. He wasn't good in this movie either. No. Not that he was given much to do. No. And and that's besides Will Smith and Margot Robbie. All of them were just there. And, um, you know, what they did with Harley Quinn, like, why were they just suddenly, oh, Harley's back. I guess she's part of the group again. They just be like, fuck you, bitch. Right? Well, and why does Will Smith care about her at all? Well... And all she could do is swing a fucking bat. What's she really bringing to the team? She's a decent shot. Well, you needed her gun at the end. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, we got Big Beam going up into the sky. Big Beam. They take... Killer Croc, this is the only thing he gets to do in the movie. They give him, like, an explosive and he throws it. And then Will Smith is supposed to shoot it as it goes into the beam to destroy it somehow. This takes 50 years. It literally takes 50 years for him to shoot this bullet. Because first they do something with his daughter. Like, Atrantis is trying to make him not shoot the gun because his daughter knows he's a killer and still totally cool with it. Because, you know, whatever. But it was just, I actually shouted at the screen, just shoot the fucking gun took so long. It, like, it literally took a full minute for him to shoot this thing. It's like, if we are, we're at over two hours here, folks. There's so much we could cut out of this movie to make it shorter. Well, and what really bothered me about it is um, how weak the whole, um, you know, entrancers fucking with their minds thing was. It lasted for two seconds! And, you know, and Diablo is like, Oh, wait, no. This is fake, guys. Right. And it's like you, you didn't actually hold them up. And second of all, how did they get anywhere near either of these two? 
Well, and if she's fight. that fucking powerful, what? Why are we just doing beam? Can we do nothing else? There's other stuff. Just be creative. No giant beam in the sky. Beam. Because <laughs> what, what is that beam? It's it's cutting an aircraft carrier in half. That was weird. Too. Somehow. Like. And you got fucking Hopper in a room somewhere shouting that this is a this is a secret site. Okay, I, I don't care. It made me want to watch Stranger Things again. That's all that did. He showed up on screen, and I was like, Stranger Things exists. We could be watching that instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else was hard? Okay, I don't know what you think about this. The scene, the fighting scene uh, in the alley. I was so aware they come across the converted soldiers. At, like the first time they come across? Yeah. Them? Okay. Um, <coughs> it was so painfully obvious that that was just a set. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this just doesn't make sense with the rest of the way the movie looks. Well, that was probably... It could have been a reshoot. That's why it may have looked a little off. Yeah. It definitely stood out. But then it's like, you could have trimmed so much from that scene. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just... Mm. I, the shame of it is, is I feel you could have made this a good movie. Yes. And I'm curious... We're never going to get to see it, but I'd like to see the director's cut. What did you think of Viola Davis? She needed to be more sympathetic. That's what I was thinking. I was like, she's too much of a bitch in this movie. Right. She should have got come up and said died. Also, does she know Bruce Wayne is Batman? That was certainly the implication. Because she has a scene with uh, Ben Affleck in the uh, mid-credits was there a post credit scene or no? No, there wasn't. And they're talking, and it's like, she knows he's Batman. And I'm like... Why? DC, this isn't hard. I mean, apparently, it is for you guys. But this isn't a hard thing to do. Right. It's just, I don't get the trying to rush everything. Doing it really... And I mean, people are going to see these it doesn't matter. It's like we said with Rogue One. You throw a superhero movie out, people are going to go. Yep. I mean, it may not make as much money as they want it to make, and I, I don't know what the marketing costs were for this or or what, what they needed to break even, but yeah. it, it's just like... It's so it's bad. It's just straight up bad. It's a bad yeah. movie. And it's not a fun bad movie. No. No, it's... Yeah. It's bad. Because, and that's all... The one reason I wanted to watch it was because people told me, um, you know, oh yeah, but it's fun bad. Like, you're going to have fun no. making fun of it. Incorrect. And no, I... The whole time, I'm just like... Uh, we didn't really say anything the entire movie. If something's fun bad, you're giggling, you're laughing, you're, like, ripping on it. This barely kept me interested. I think there was one gag that got a giggle out of me in the whole movie. Do you remember what it was? Not a clue. <laughs> Not a clue. Uh, but, it, yeah, I mean, that, that was it. Um, and... Uh, what was the final total on the licensed songs? There were 23 songs credited. Uh, I'm sure at least one or two were original, but, um, you know, the vast majority of them were licensed songs. And just slapped on there. And it was always a new song. You know, in Guardians... <coughs> There were songs that repeated to, as part of, you know, storytelling device. Right. So that you're like, oh, this 
brings you back to But because it's part. integrated into the story, it's a major part. The music is such an integral part of that movie. Right. You can't have Guardians of the Galaxy without the awesome mix. You just can't. Right. It doesn't work. Right. That's what helped ground that movie and give the audiences a jumping off point with all of these characters we don't know and all like that was the one where we went crazy with the space opera shit. You haven't seen that yet from a Marvel comic book movie. This it was just oh I like that song. Yeah, how about it? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody at the end for literally no reason. Throw it out, sure. So I mean people have probably already seen this movie. Oh yeah. You know, like I said, this is just kind of our uh, January sort of catch-up on shit we missed, but, yeah, it's bad. They're doing nothing to make me excited for that Wonder Woman movie. No. That trailer made me, I got jacked for that trailer, but then you're like, it's fucking DC. And you could cut literally any movie to look good. So it's it's genuinely concerning. Right. When does that come out? Uh, I want to say it's next summer sometime. Next summer or this summer? This summer. It's this year. Okay. When there's enough... When's um, Justice League come out? It might be next year. Hmm. Or is it this year? Well, because there's got to be two movies this year. Let's see. That's just how they do things now. Well, that's how Marvel does things, and DC doesn't follow what Marvel does, because let's just take all the shortcuts. And DC. They're calling it the cinematic universe, right? Probably. Extended universe, maybe? Oh, maybe. Let's see. You can't call it cinematic universe, because that's Marvel. That's Marvel. Oh, let's see here. Films. Wonder Woman is in June. Oh, no, Justice League comes out in November. Hmm. Ooh, wait. Oh, okay. That might be all right, then. Jeff Johns wrote, or was is credited as a writer on uh, Wonder Woman. And he's the one that did the run of Green Lantern. Right. Though he also helped with the Green Lantern movie, so. Make of that what you will. Patty Jenkins is directing? Oh, she did Monster. Interesting. Other point? Other point. Batman would never take someone down in front of their daughter. No. No, he would not. But this is also the franchise that has shown us Batman killing people. And Batman wouldn't kill people. He would have waited until he dropped the daughter off. Yes. Well, here's the other thing. Because people will tell you that Batman did kill people in those Dark Knight movies. But they got so much else right about the character. And you never explicitly saw him kill anybody. Right. So I'm more willing to forgive. Well, it's one thing, like, for someone to die as part of incidental collateral damage mm-hmm. versus no you're actually trying you're to murdering this kill person this right right yeah it's two different things um oh my god anything good about this movie Margot Robbie I enjoyed her as Harley I wish she had more to do right uh, and I would watch Will Smith in a Deadshot movie. I thought he did a pretty good job with what he was given. Well, and Will Smith is still... It's Will Smith. Incredibly charismatic. Right, exactly. You know. He's a, I, I enjoy him. But, um, yeah, I mean... If they do a, a, another Harley Quinn movie, I guess depending on who who was writing and directing, like... Could potentially be interested. Baba Dog makes an appearance. Um, no, honestly, I would have rather kept playing Dark Souls for two hours. No, it, there were so many times in the movie. It was like, 
We've got how much more to When they transitioned from, and this is in the first three minutes of the movie, from uh, House of the Rising Sun, very jarringly, to You Don't Own Me, I, I knew we were in some trouble. Because it was just like, why? Well, and why did you need two missions, essentially? I don't know. Why Why did you have... Because that made no sense. Because, I mean, Viola Davis ends up getting kidnapped again anyways. So... Why didn't they just kill her? Because what does the Enchantress care about, like... Like, what does she give a shit about, like, secret site? They're like, well, that's a, that's a black site. No one knows about that. What the fuck does she care about that? Wait, you're, like, this powerful... Other dimensional being. Have her like take over a city or something, you know, and be like using it for her own like nefarious devices, you know, or designs. Uh, Viola Davis needed to survive <coughs> so that uh, she could give Bruce Wayne. So we could continue ruining the Batman mythos. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally know that Bruce is Batman. No, you know what? I would have just much rather. It had been, okay, she gets killed, um, SEAL Team 6 lets them go, and they go off, and now they're open to do their own movies. Right. Um, but that, that's kind of the whole point, though. These people, these are characters. If you did you know they're the bad guys? How many times did they say that? It's like, I got it. I think I got it, guys. Thank you. That speech Will Smith gives at the bar, like, sweetheart. He was actually getting drunk during that. He must have been. Right? He was like, no, this needs to be real whiskey. Yeah, I can't. I can't do this, guys. What did I sign on to? But, oh, another point. So, uh, this Special Forces guy shows up on the screen and... He's wearing a hat with the American flag on it. But the American flag is backwards. Okay? I have a huge problem with this. I actually thought it was one of those, like, Blue Lives Matter flags. No. And I was going to flip the table and burn our house down. But then I was like, no. That's before all that bullshit. Well, no, that's not true, but it wasn't one of those. But So this bugs the shit. And just to be whatever, yes. We support the police in this house, but we also believe that you shouldn't just be randomly shooting people for no reason. Politics! Go ahead. This hat bothered me. So much. That didn't make any sense. Well, we should, I don't know if we've ever said this, but you were in the military for a brief stint. Yes. Yes? Yes. So... So this kind of crap bothers Bob, and I'm just like, it's just a dumb fucking hat, so whatever. Well, I'll explain it to you, and you'll understand... Why this bothers me. Lay it out. The whole thing behind the backwards flag is that on uh, most military uniforms, the American flag is worn on the right shoulder. Mm -hmm. Now, um, for symbolic reasons, the flag is worn backwards so that the stars are closer to your heart. If you were to wear the flag on your left... Why does it matter... That the stars are closer to your heart. Like I said, it's symbolic. Um, if you were to wear it on your left, which um, I don't know that there's actually any U.S. uniforms that do, um, this it would be the correct way, so that the stars again will be closer to your heart. It's on a fucking hat. It is equidistant. Equidistant. So put it the correct way. No, but it looks cool. No, it looks stupid. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, Bob. <laughs> like, I, See, I'm, and it's those little things that if the movie was good, we would not be talking about at all. No. You wouldn't even notice. <laughs> right, Bob the dog? Yeah, that movie was good. So that's Suicide Squad. Oh, God. How much Jaeger is left in here? A little bit. Uh. 
I just don't see, and it, it upsets me because I was, like I said, I watched that Wonder Woman trailer. I think we saw it in the theater, too, before something. Mm-hmm. Maybe Doctor Strange. And I'm pumped. I got pumped for it. But then you go back and you remember it's DC and their movies are garbage. Yep. At least in this cycle they are. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're going to have to see how Wonder Woman is. Um, I mean, we'll probably catch that in the theater. I can't imagine we wouldn't. No. No, unless... Unless something goes horribly wrong between now and then, we'll go see it in the theater. Hold on, we've got potential for stuff to go horribly wrong. Oh, God. But, One no. last time. Sorry. I'm incapable. That's my life now. I don't want to talk about it, but it just happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will go see that. Um, I'm hoping... We feel compelled to go see Justice League. Um, Honestly, but I'm not gonna go sit through another Zack Snyder disaster. No. Well, and that's, Batman v Superman: Coleman Dawn of Justice was like a 15-hour movie, and we started checking our phones five minutes in. And I mean, as much as much as I. I you know, want to see movies, and I specifically want to generate content for our fledgling uh, right. podcast. Right. Uh, you know, you speak with your dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm if it's an entertaining movie, but it's a bad movie, it's fine. I am I'm just, willing to see that. I want. But if to, it's just a bad right. movie, and I don't want to feel like I wasted my money. Right. And we don't usually feel like if we go to the movies, like, oh, what a fucking waste of time. Usually we're like, oh, no, we had a good time. It's the movies. Whatever. But. And take it back the last couple of years, um, Batman v Superman, and probably Batman v Superman was just a large part of the reason we didn't go see this. Is because that was such a train wreck. Well, and you heard of, you know. I, I, I don't want to support a fucking movie in the theater where one of the co-stars is sending used condoms to the other co-star. No. How did Viola Davis not drive to his house and kneecap the shit out of him? I would have rammed my car through his fucking front door and been like, if you send me one more thing, motherfucker, you're dead. That's just his method. You're there, dead. Yeah. Dead! Because that's Go totally... On. That's totally something the Joker would do. I am raising you from this earth. You will be ash. But so there, there's that precedent. Um, Prometheus, which was uh, awful. And That's another one of those movies that I think we're in the minority, though, on that one. I don't know that we are. I, th- I think it may be split. But I, I don't, I don't think we're like in this tiny majority or minority of people who didn't like it. Silent majority. Silent majority. Because um, that was bad. And it's like, I would love to go see Alien, uh, this new one, no. if it's good. Nope. But I'm not gonna. You know, you showed me that you made a shit product. Why am I gonna go get it again? This is the other thing. I have Alien and Aliens. Right. I don't need anything else. I'm good. I'm good. Don't need any more Terminator movies. I have Terminator and T2 Judgment Day. I'm solid. I'm good. I am good on Terminator movies. Predator. Oh, but I like Predators. Still haven't watched it. Go check it out. It's not a good movie. But I like. They could make the argument that the first Predator is in a good movie. No, it's not. But it's a fucking joy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> oh, remember when The Rock flexes cast off? <laughs> See that? That is the dumb bullshit. Well, there, there's something that I want in my movies. The Fast and the Furious movies—they are awful. Yes, they are 
bad they're movie. They're not good movies. But they're so much fun. But we adore them. We love them. It's like, yes. This is what... And we go for moments like when the rock flexed his cast off. Right. And you could see it coming. Yeah. He's like, getting it squared. It's like, that yeah, well, he's going to do that. Oh, fuck. Oh, he just flexed his cast off. <laughs> And that's what this movie could have used. You could have really just gone balls to the wall and made it insane and fun and... Because they're... It's just kind of a snooze. They're tiptoeing this line between comic-y and realistic. And it's like, when you fall in that middle... You gotta pick one. You gotta go. Like, go back to um, Batman Returns. And the crazy shit the Penguin... Pulls out of his ass. Play the city like a harp from hell. I mean, it's so comic-y. It's so ridiculous. It's like, that's why it worked. I will say this, though. The studio didn't like that shit. That's why Burton didn't, wasn't back. Part of the reason, at least. Really? Oh, the studio did not like. Because I don't think it, it... That's a dark as fuck movie. Oh, it is. That is not a kid's movie. No. You can make the argument that Batman 89 is... More kitty. I still wouldn't say it's a kids movie. No. But Returns went like, woohoo, way to the like not kid movie. Right. So I don't know that they really sold a lot of toys, and that's why we went, we course corrected, a little too far, into Joel Schumacher went for uh, Forever and the cinematic abomination that is Batman and Robin. They made. Roller coasters, Batman. I, I know, I know. Those were dark times, Bob. But so that's uh, Suicide Squad. Would you recommend people watch this? No. no. I think if you uh, if you're a comic book fan, you've already seen this movie. I think because it's just it's comic book movie, and we we just go to those now. If you're a film student, you should watch this movie. So you know what not to do. You know what do. not to do. Yes. <laughs> well, and it's just, I think it's a, a, a good use case for why the studios shouldn't... I, I get it, you're giving people a ton of fucking money, and you want them to go out, and you want them to exponentially make well, the money back. I think, you know... But if you're going to hire a director to go out and do a job... Just let him do the job. Because I guarantee you the movie that... Whatever you think about David Ayers, the movie that he made was better than whatever the fuck we saw here. Yes. Well, I think... There was a point made about Rogue One um, that was, you know, there are certain elements you need to make a Star Wars movie. Um, And I think that kind of same principle applies to a summer blockbuster general. And you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't be Deadpool and Captain America. No. You can't... You no, now I want to see someone try. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you like both of those movies for very, very, very right. different reasons because they're very, very, very different characters. Yeah. And the, in the, but Deadpool, you know, it did fantastic. It did fantastic because... It was different, but it was still good. It was um, a movie that was made, though, from the right place. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds fought to have that movie. Yes. They loved the character. And I think it's it's not the best movie. It's You could say it's kind of weak, but it's it's fun. Right. It was a little different. It's a send-up of the superhero-like genre. Mm-hmm. It was like when uh, we went and saw Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice and they showed the fucking uh, Lego Batman trailer right behind for it. That was fast. And it's like, you can't show me this lighthearted beautifulness that I want to live inside and then show me this dark, dour fucking movie that just doesn't get its characters at all. Yeah. But, you know, you can't have, a, you, you can't have it both ways. And if you're going to do a movie that's a little more out there... Just go for it. Go for it. Drop the budget. Right. You know, if you, if you think it's risky, right. drop the budget so that it and force the team to have to be more creative. Right. Um, well, or again, maybe you don't have Will Smith in there. Right. Maybe you drop one of the 
get Jai Courtney out of there. Oh, God. Fucking doing anything. If they dropped Will Smith from this movie. And well, Margot Robbie. She was good. But, oh, my God. If you lost Will Smith. Oh, I'm not... Yeah, I... But if you're looking to drop the budget. Right. So, I don't know how much he commands anymore, but he's getting paid, man. Right. But... No, yeah, I don't know. I I would avoid it because it's it's not even fun. No, I agree. Watch the Fast and the Furious movies if you want like that that fun bad, or go watch Waterworld. Get a bunch of friends together and get drunk and watch that. You always do the Life Day Challenge. <laughs> That's a, a Star Wars holiday special. It's a rough sense. <laughs> That's a it's, yeah. That's a little bit of a rough one, but. So yes, that was uh, after the movie. Uh, like I said, our uh, 2016 catch up. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lady Near the Lake. I actually did uh, live tweet this one, so if you want to uh, go back and check out those tweets, if uh, no, don't, don't, because this movie's terrible. Don't even look at it. Um, I also do uh, some writing over on Confangershark.com. I have a couple ideas for some stuff coming up. We've got some. Uh, Fairly big wrestling events on the horizon, so I'm going to try and start uh, writing about that a little bit more again, because we've got the Rumble and uh, Mania coming up, and Goldberg is just all over that bullshit, and I got some opinions. I know that's hard to believe, but I got some opinions. Uh, Goldberg. Shut up. <laughs> Where can the people find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at the Time Lord, I think. Still that? Yeah, it's... Sure. Um, Do we have a Twitter for Bob the Dog yet? No, we don't. We need one. I've always tried... Like, I've tried a couple times to do, like, spoof Twitter accounts. Did it work out so well? And, yeah, just, they fade away really quick. Yeah. I mean, you can see them on uh, my Instagram. That's, like, all that I post is about our, our adorable little dog here, so... Who very desperately needs to go out. Yes, so we are going to call this one, and thank you for listening, and we will be talking to you again shortly. Bye. This has been a Confanger Shark production.